0: Exceptionally common sense. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest to goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just two bucks. Available only through the app mobile order and pay available at participating mcdonald's mcd app download and registration required
1: or you're okay with racism and in either case you're a fucking asshole look anything goes well with a blowjob
2: so you're saying this adolf hitler guy was a little unstable it's a
3: good segment if i was a lesbian
2: and Welcome, we are back. It is episode 144 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Beckner. Very stoked to have you join the program. As always, I let you know how to reach out. We had a big show last week. If you have not checked it out, we did it. We went off the board. We went away from our regular sports and pop culture content to a, sp- a very special episode where we interviewed Hollywood actor Jason Stewart about his fantastic career. So you should check that out. It's called Inside the Actor's Studio. Check that out, and if you want to respond, you can do so via email. Mailbag at ballerlifestyle.com. You can leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS is the voicemail line. Um, I I implore you to go to our Facebook page and like it. Stay up to date with what we're up to there. The Baller Lifestyle podcast on Facebook. And of course, as always, I tell you to go to iTunes and review the show. Rate and review the show there. That helps us get noticed. And all of you lovers out there who've contributed via Patreon, you guys are heroes to us all. I happened to spend a little time with probably our Are definitely our angel investor on Patreon, the great walk-off HBP. He is a great guy and a fantastic contributor to the podcast, so we appreciate that. We appreciate everybody that contributes to the show. Patreon.com slash TheBallerLifestyle. Reach out to us there. Become a patron, please. Uh, Joining me now, as always, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Um,
1: well, you know, we, we're, we, we try not to do a political show. That's not where we we're at. And, um, and I understand there are a lot of v- different viewpoints. Uh, I think mine are pretty clear. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to be as delicate and diplomatic as possible, but I just want to go on record that if you voted for Donald Trump, you're either a fucking asshole or a fucking moron. Like there's there's no in between. The guy ran a campaign based on hate for for a year, and now we see, you know, people like the KKK, which who had even heard of them in the last twenty-five years? They're celebrating. I didn't realize
2: they were still celebrating
1: the Kurt Schilling celebrating, you know, advocating we burn journalists like before he before he thought Trump would win. Uh Alex Jones, the alt right trolls who are just flat out racist, the, uh, this fucking uh, white supremacist that he's putting into charge of his staff. Like, it's just the worst people have been empowered because this guy ran a fucking hate campaign. And you either voted for him because you're a racist or you're okay with racism. And in either case, you're a fucking asshole. And there's, there's not like this isn't political opinion. I mean, I, you know, I hated. A guy like Scalia, but I understand some people would like the you know more conservative guy. But this isn't about this. This is a fucking hate preacher for a fucking year who's emboldened people. You see hate crimes up, swastikas everywhere. Like in, I was at the New York City Marathon a week ago, and there's a dude in the like full Trump regalia with the with the uh, flag, and he's just screaming at a fucking person on the sidewalk in a hijab, like like screaming things that you would think that wouldn't happen in New York city. New York city is not a perfect place, but like it's, you know, it's a diverse enough place. That you you know, people are just not concerned with other people in that way. And it's, it's there. Everybody feels empowered to be fucking hateful assholes. So fuck you. If you, if you're a hateful asshole or if you're looking the other way, because you're voting for your wallet or something like this, this was about turning down a fucking asshole who, who preached hate and fuck you
2: for voting for him. Uh, I mean, I, I agree. I agree 100%. The thing is, is that, Ed, and you know me, I'm, I'm not, I'm all for blowing up the system. Like the two-party system is, is detrimental to the United States. It is fucked. I've always hated it. Um, I, I have sort of views that are, that aren't represented by either party. Some views are represented by one side. Some views are represented by the other side. There's just no one that's more disillusioned with the two-party system than I am, but you you picked the wrong fucking horse. Like you can't, you can't just just because somebody's a, a quote unquote outsider, and meanwhile, all, all he's doing is picking the most fucking Putting, inside right, Newt Gingrich, yes, like worst of the worst, <laughs> the worst. What, what
1: outsiders. Uh, yeah, like just he's picking the people that the you know the Republican Party are like. All right, we're we're done with these shitheads, yeah. and then he they just licked Trump's ass for the past year because this was their hail mary. Guys like Giuliani. Like just guys that were discarded and like they're like, Well, I'm just gonna hitch my wagon to Trump and see what happens. Nobody likes these no. guys. And now they're they're his inner circle. So it's the most inner thing. And then, you know, if you're in a swing state, I get it, I'm with you with the third party. But like, first of all, the third party candidates were Gary Johnson, who's like essentially a slow adult who doesn't He's really real understand stupid. how the world yeah. works, and Jill Stein, who's an anti vaxxer. Exactly. So you're voting for fucking Jenny McCarthy. Crazy so, so if you wanted to make a statement because you want to, you know, they got to get a certain amount of votes, you do that in California, you do it in New York, you do it in New Jersey, where, you know, the outcome, you do sure. it in Texas for that matter, where the outcome was already going to happen. You don't do it in fucking Florida and Pennsylvania. Like you have to, you have to defeat the fucking evil piece of it's just, shit. You have to do that. It's first.
2: just a, such a non-starter to me. Like it's, if you endorse a racist and- voting for a candidate is an endorsement of that person's views then you are a racist
1: right you are you're looking the other way and you say well i don't hate black people but you know i'm because i'm a white male i i'm i'm a willing to take this right. like this is no good it's no good and and you know for the disillusioned people that that washington has failed you and and like you know the joe six-pack the, like like donald trump the fucking rich guy who started his life with 14 million dollars from his dad which is the equivalent of 100 million today like he's all of a sudden gonna look out for joe six-pack and he's promising to get you know uh jobs back like he's not gonna get anybody's jobs back and what are you gonna go make iphones for eight dollars a day
2: no oh no he's he's already backtracked on all that he had no plan he had i mean it just it was just so obvious to everyone and it's and right it was pandering
1: and and it's like it's and he's going to be out to lunch, but that inner circle is going to be running it. And those guys are fucking terrible. Yeah.
2: And I, I mean, I don't, you can't, well, you can, you have to lay this at the feet of the people that voted for Trump, but at the same rate, if the Democrats had put up literally any other candidate, right. we would not be having yeah, this conversation. I,
1: mean, I, I I liked, I like Bernie, um, you know i really wish biden could sure. have run but like it, it right but it it wasn't about i didn't like clinton like you know for right. whatever reason she just didn't work and, and but i didn't you know i didn't get it was just that i didn't really well, like her like the the email shit was stupid. overblown and all that but but, but this was not about clinton no. this was about endorsing or rejecting a fucking guy who is now empowered assholes and like, you know, and, and have white supremacists in his inner circle. Like that, this had to be rejected. And because it didn't fuck you. And, you know, we can talk about, you know, people are trying for the, uh, signing petitions to get the electoral college. Like none of that's going to work. Of course not. And when people say, Oh, we got to give him a chance or something like we don't have a say anyway. It's over. Yeah like when people people would say you know obama's not my president yeah he was and trump president. he won the election it shows that a lot of them a lot of americans are fucking assholes but like i got stuck with presidents i didn't like in my lifetime like he's our president but like the electoral college is never gonna go away for bullshit reasons but it's just you know it's the game and it was played better or played worse by certain parties but like Fuck, fuck anyone who voted for that dude, because you you are okay with racists, which makes you a yeah.
2: racist. Agreed, concur. Fuck him. Uh, okay, let's. Well, we actually have some some people have reached out about this, by the way. But uh, let's 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 jump into the email.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, for oh, first, this is a comment on last week's show. This is a comment on the website. You know how when you hear someone's voice on the radio and you get an image in your mind of what they look like. And then when you see their picture or meet them in person, they look nothing like you had imagined. Jason Stewart looks exactly as I figured. <laughs> That's from <laughs> Adam, your sugar. So remember when you're a kid, like seeing a tss- Oh, yeah. When you yes. see the DJ on the yes. billboard
1: or something, you're like, what? Yes. And they were always they were always disappointing. I mean, I remember the first time. When I heard Stern saying, I'll be on Letterman tonight, like I got the VCR and the next morning before school, I watched it. I was like, oh my yeah. God, that's that, yeah. Stern! Stern? Like, it it's was so crazy.
2: And Now you don't have that with social media and the internet. Now you know what everyone looks like. But it, I remember <laughs> being very shocked by seeing what, uh, how sad a few of the DJs I looked up yeah, to as a kid When were. you'd
1: see the, when you were a kid and you'd see like, oh, I wonder what those morning zoo guys, they seem so cool on the yeah. air <laughs> when you're like seven or eight. And it's like, yeah. nope. Not one of them Fat, was cool.
2: Bald, not one look like shit. Like
1: like enjoy the free donuts at the <laughs> station. <laughs> Just real miserable um, looking people. Uh,
2: okay, here's another one. Hello, coaches. Need your advice. I am concerned that while I did not vote for DJ Trump, I will most likely be prejudged as someone who did. And while I don't drive an 18-wheeler, wear a ball cap to work, or parade around in Duck Dynasty gear, I do fit the basic profile. 50-plus-year-old white male residing in suburban Pennsylvania. I'm anticipating some uncomfortable, tense interactions in the next, hopefully only, four years, particularly with the younger generation, who I, for the most part, support opinions of, respect, and get along with. Listener slash Patreon contributor of your podcast. <laughs> this guy's shown us bona fides. Short of starting every conversation with, I didn't vote for him. Is there anything I can do to make things less easy? Un- assuming these are people who already don't dislike me anyway. Not sure if I'm being overly sensitive <laughs> slash selfish here, and this is no big deal considering the plight of others, or should I be concerned? Please advise. That's from Len in PA, team current episode, team every episode, formerly team Friday Facts RIP. Len, this is a hard situation to be in, right, Ed?
1: Yeah, well, I I, I think I watched uh, Samantha B's show like yesterday I was watching, and I'm paraphrasing her, but... She was saying, considering all Muslims are roped in with terrorists, yeah, white dudes are wearing this fucking ugly crown. Like we're, you know, the good thing for you is you're a white guy, so life has pretty much always been good, and it's promised to be good for white guys in the Trump era. But yeah, we're we're just gonna have to wear it. I mean, if you, I guess on the weekend, if you have a Run DMC shirt or something, yeah. wear it. But like, you, there's there's really, and I guess subconsciously, when he's when I was just listening to you read it. I think in the last week I've worn a Tupac shirt, an Easy E shirt and a Run DMC shirt so maybe I'm trying to just show that uh, uh, that I'm not a white supremacist but I don't know it's it, white guys are assholes and we you know and everybody knows white guys are assholes now, so it's 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 unavoidable. Yeah. that's 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 our ugly crown. It's, it's kind of
2: like when you when you uh, your grocery shop shopping and you see another black guy and you're and you're like, hey, you want to you want to make eye contact and smile, let him know you're one of the good ones. You know, it's that like, yeah. it's like, hey, no, I'm not I'm not like the other ones. I'm I'm a good guy. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm over here loving everybody. I hate those other guys. <laughs> I'm not a regular white guy. <laughs>
1: I don't, I, I, it's weird. I don't, I don't ever seek approval of random white guys, but shit, I, yes, I do. I do want like, you know, I want an encouraging nod or something. Or a yeah, one.
2: I'm cool. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I'm very needy with people that I want approval of like Totally. That. I don't give a shit about I white I know
2: guys. what's up. Well, since I'm a, a quarter Guatemalan, should I start, um, should I start like repping the gear, like the, uh, like the Mayan Indian patterns and. <sighs> You know, like, like the black guys in the nineties that would wear like the, kufi. Yeah, the, dashiki. Yeah, the dashiki. yeah, like all that. Like, should I, should I do a similar? Yeah,
1: go, go full to let go ham, yeah. go ham. Just go all to let my Latino
2: brothers and sisters know that I'm down with the cause that I, I don't want to uh, truck them out of the country.
1: <laughs> That's a good move because you know what I am? Yeah, I'm right. Irish yeah. with a touch, with a touch of German. Right. But, you, but, <laughs> I got but you live
2: in Jersey, so you're good. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone in the New York area hates Trump, so right. I I don't think I get roped in so much. But yeah, in Pennsylvania, a swing state, yeah. like, Len, sorry, should, buddy, you're wearing this Should
2: kind of be a tell, because this, this Hillary Clinton, she was a carpetbagger to New York. New York is fucking Trump's town. Like, he is, he is, a, should be a favorite son of the tri-state area.
1: Then. <laughs> They know. You, the best. Usually,
2: you, you run for election. You got your fucking home state locked down. The other candidate doesn't even go there. And this guy, this guy couldn't get a sniff. That's the only place he couldn't get some traction.
1: Uh, yeah, that was like, what, was it Mondale? Just took a bath in his own state. No, Somebody Mondale. Like
2: I think only he he lost four. Oh, he only won states. That he he won Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, here is another one, guys. This is the worst week in American history. That's right. My family has forced me to go to a renaissance festival yet again. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know how you can explain this to your children. The main question that goes through my mind is, how can an entire industry survive that is run by and targeted to people who couldn't handle the rigorous standards of community theater? (laughs) That's great. (laughs) That is an amazing Uh, line. uh, I, I had the misfortune to spend a portion of a day at a renaissance fair when I was younger and it was fucking awful. I cannot imagine what was the reason for being there. Like how did it how did it play uh, out cuz
1: I have never understood how people there. So
2: wind I didn't know there. what it was. And these guys, these guys that were like friends of my friend were like, "Oh, you got to go check it out. Everybody drinks beers and it's really cool and I and I didn't I didn't really like get <laughs> grasp the concept. I'd never heard of it before. I didn't know what a renaissance fest I, didn't, I just didn't I didn't get it. And I went there and as soon as I walked in, like people were dressed up in costumes and they're like, hello, milady," And like, <laughs> dost thou reckon a well, flagon yeah, of I, mead. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Get me out of here. I wanted to leave immediately.
1: I did after uh, Cable Guy, I did intentionally get drunk and go to medieval times. Yes. But that was – I I was kind of enjoying that because we were just we were just being out loud yelling at the red yes. knight. Yes, well, yes. M- medieval times, <laughs> everyone different.
2: seems like they're in on the joke. Like, like, <laughs> right? and plus, it's a place you take a kid. But the 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 uh, Renaissance festival—that's people have bought in. Like, they they're renting costumes. They want to be. They're in living it. the dream. Yes. Uh, when yeah.
1: I was when I was uh, visiting my buddy, he went to Gettysburg University. Yeah.
2: Is that a real thing? Or college? That's a real. That sounds like a made-up college.
1: Uh, good school maybe it's gettysburg college no i believe you. either university or college but but anyway it's a good school um but i went to visit them in college and like the next morning i went and went to mcdonald's and i'm i'm in line with uh with confederate and union soldiers like uh, getting their food reenactors before, before the big day and i was like oh my god like, I probably didn't have an erection for like yes. three weeks after that. It was just such a depressing yes. sight.
2: The reenactors are the best.
1: Reenactors. Uh. But that's, Renaissance people are essentially that, right? The re-enactors. Yeah, they're reenactors.
2: Yeah, but they're not even, there's not, I don't even think there's any historical context. context. It reminds <laughs> me of the Key Peel Peele um, re- reenactors sketch. If you haven't seen it, go check that out. Okay. This, this email <laughs> continues. Anyway, here's the most enlightened part of your week. It's time for Daily's Choice. Hit it. Yes. yes. Daily's Choice is the choice I make. Daily's Choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Now I'm totally going to have that stuck in my head. Okay, round one, Ed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, that stays my, in my head for like a day. Totally. Okay. Just over and
2: over. Three week ago, game show host callback round. Pat Sajak <laughs> versus Chuck Woolery.
1: Well Woolery looks like he's got like a pound of weed, nine inch dung. He's he's so comfortable. He looks he looks very comfortable with himself, with his surroundings. Like you don't act that way if, if you've got a He's
2: always inch. got that big ass Rolex on. Like he's really styled yeah, his watch. He's yeah. He's
1: very comfortable. I was I was always a fan of Woolery's game. Yeah. Uh Sajak, on the other hand, I think he he realizes at all times. That he's on an embarrassing game show. Like that only old crummy dumb people watch that show. And so I just think he's trying too hard and seeing his tiny dick would just be another sad fact about him. So I'm definitely going Woolery.
2: Uh, okay. Interesting. That may that, that's a tough call. I don't I probably would go Woolery over Sajak as well. Um
1: because if Sajak's packing, I think that would make me sad.
2: Yeah, you, you want to be especially sad. I've just Googled Pat Sajak's net worth, and I, I think this, is, this number is low. What? Take Take a guess as to what you think.
1: <sighs> I mean, he's been, he's been at this like 30 it's, years it's, now, right?
2: And it's for years has been the number one syndicated show in the country in that block of time, the 7 o'clock or 7.30.
1: Is he worth fifty?
2: Pretty close. It says here forty-five million, but it also says that he pulls twelve a year, and if he's been pulling twelve a year for that many years, just for like
1: right, right, right. I mean, I'm sure until the year nineteen ninety, he was he was nowhere that's close probably to that. True, but he was doing fine. But like, if he's making that kind of money now. Yeah. He's been making that kind of money probably for a decade.
2: Yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it was closer to $100 million in property and everything else. Oh, Crazy. He's, he's a uh, – and he's a
1: I, – I feel like I've seen him as on social media. He's kind of a turd.
2: He is, but so is Woolry. Woolry's worse. Wool, Wool, they're oh, both Trump supporters, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Woolery's worse now because Woolry doesn't have like a proper job. So he's probably bitter. But I
1: thought Lori is just yeah. I, I figured yeah. I was maybe just fantasizing that guy just just has lots of sex. Uh, he's just, yeah. He's just a very relaxed dude. Somebody
2: was telling somebody was telling me that they were on the lot where he was doing whatever dating game or card sharks or whatever the last thing he hosted was, and uh, he would come out and breaks and just burn like seven cigarettes every break,
1: <laughs> hacking yes, lung darts. Yes. I could, I could, there, there was one thing. He was the guy who said whoopee, right? Making a whoopee. Yeah, that's right. That, that was pretty unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah no I, 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 maybe I'm, maybe I'm going to say okay, yeah, that. Either,
2: either or it's a, it's, it's a real Sophie's choice of a daily's choice. Uh, okay. Round two Renaissance round. Bill Shakespeare versus Leo da Vinci. Ed.
1: These are two genuine superstars. Yeah, big, time.
2: big time dudes.
1: But this is going to be a quick one. Who do you think is going to have a better baby maker? The British writer or the Italian jack of oh, all yeah, trades? It's
2: Da Vinci. I mean, it's not, no question.
1: Yeah. So it's definitely Da yeah.
2: Vinci. He's, he's got more of a hog. The only thing I'm thinking is that maybe somewhere in his uh, canon, he's done a self-portrait of his own dong. Where you would you would be able to you know supposedly like the uh, Mona Lisa is actually him in drag yeah. or whatever like this like right. if you're a painter and, and uh, you know like his style um, at some point you got to paint your own dong right if you got if you're packing impressive sure. heat
1: the only thing I would say is be beyond the Mona Lisa and the Last Supper like dude was inventing early versions of the helicopter. Yeah. And like canal locks, yeah. this guy was—he was brilliant, super as fuck. intelligent,
2: yeah, smart dude.
1: Shakespeare was was just hold up. I mean, he was creating some of the you know some of the most uh, yeah. copied stories yeah, of all time. But but yeah, writers, you know, they, he's a bookish guy. Yeah, sure.
2: and he's pretty pretty fancy with iambic pentameter. Like I don't understand what the fuck. Like I get like the themes of the stories and stuff, but right, the know, framework. The, I'm not they're saying they're really enjoyable
1: it. to read. But like it it, pretty much every drama has been like copied from. That's true. From him. I mean, the guy, the guy was a beast, but like I'm going with the Italian dude over the
2: British. Oh, gee. okay. In round three. Early measurement reports may have been misleading round. Dan Rather versus Brian Williams.
1: You know, I might be able to find out about Brian Williams because my uncle. My uncle went to high school with him and played sports with him. So he may have actually seen his dick. So I, you know, and this uncle's kind of a wild card. So I could, I could definitely ask him this. Certain uncles, you wouldn't want to ask that kind of question, but I, I could ask this uncle Uh, this question. So I'll ask him how his hog is, but rather, I mean, you know, he lost his way and he got into, you know, some journalistic trouble, but this dude was, this dude was doing Vietnam missions. Like he was, he oh, yeah, was in the shit with with yeah. the that that guy is a you know a real deal ballsy guy. Like I'm sure he's. I
2: believe packing. he's also a Texan.
1: Yeah, he's. He's he's going yeah, big. He's
2: hung. He's he, yeah, I definitely go and, I'm going and more of an, more right am More of an icon. Like, yeah, I saw Dan like you'd be like, Hey, I saw Brian Williams dick and they'd be like, Oh, R.I.P., that guy that played for the Clippers, and you're like, No. <laughs> the news guy the
1: Bison Dele?
2: Uh, yeah, I gotta think of his other name. Bison Dele. <laughs> uh well, you know, you never know. Like I we just had an I just relayed an interaction via text I had this weekend of somebody that had urinated next to a Dodgers player just recently. And I said, whoa, yeah. how how was he put together? And the guy told the guy who will go nameless says to me, oh, I don't know. I didn't look. What? What? I mean, <laughs> that's. That makes zero sense. Like how? How did you not check it? Like one time I took a leak next to uh, world famous snowboarder Sean White. But yeah. the thing is, I didn't check it out because I thought it was just a little kid next to me. He's
1: you didn't realize he was a Yeah, celebrity. he had he
2: had his hood on and he's he's probably about five one or five two. So I just saw I'm mm-hmm. like not looking, I'm not even coming anywhere near looking to my left because there's a child next to me taking a leak. And then as I finished and I turned and walked away, he was walking away. I said, oh, that's that fucking snowboarder kid.
1: Right, you didn't even know. Didn't know, know. H- hadn't yeah, known. One time I was in a I was in a bar and I considered it. I was in a bar with Arturo Gotti, and I was like, you know, should I try to check right, him out? Hey, yeah. And the problem was like, yeah, I probably had him by 45 pounds yeah. or so. Like he looked like he was made of no, granite. He, he could like, fuck you up. Sure. I don't. I don't think I. Th- that's where the daily choice yeah. is gonna go wrong. I don't. I don't think I'm going to check out a boxer. Yeah. E-
2: even a straw weight, they could like fuck you up. They could just get in. They could land so yeah. many blows before you even knew you were in a fight. It's just not worth right. it. Right,
1: your head's hitting the urinal before you can get yeah, a look. Totally. Like they're just gonna t- smash you. But yeah, I I did consider because I was going into the bathroom at the same time, the restroom at the same time. Yeah and uh thought I twice thought it,
2: twice good for you okay that's from our good friend right to bill thank you write to bill okay ed let's get it's been a depressing week let's get into some of the lighter subjects of the world let's see what's happening in the world. the life goes on unfortunately what's happening in the world of sports
1: All right. Uh, Port Barry, Louisiana, high school basketball coach and phys ed teacher Nicole Allman was arrested last week after having sex with three boys. Wow. A a concerned parent called Port Barry Police Department Chief Dion Boudreau because, well, of course, that was his name. Uh, Boudreau told KLFY that for several years, his department had received reports of teachers having sex with students from school but this was the first time someone provided any evidence. Police quickly were able to get confessions out of two boys and found explicit pictures. The boys were 17, which is the age of consent in Louisiana, but she did break a teacher-student law. Now, Brian, who showed the worst judgment? The teacher for sending evidence, or the 17-year-old boys that ruined an opportunity to keep banging a woman?
2: Yeah, totally. There's, like she was not. It wasn't like she was just giving it up to one of them. Like it was. Everybody was able she's, to tag in on that. Like just, just throwing the can yeah, around. Like keep that, keep a good thing going. It, yeah, of course it's not going to last forever, but it's like if somebody is nice enough to give you sex.
1: And she, I, I've seen some pictures where she looks all right. I mean,
2: she's a regular places five, but she's a Louisiana fourteen. I mean,
1: yeah. And for a high school boy yeah. that is just—he's considering putting his dick in the couch yes. cushions, like like high school kids are doing some weird, you're having some weird thought process where they're like, "Jeez, I've got to have sex." Like all of a sudden, that those standards go way down. Also, and this so chick, this it's to have a this woman, chick, this come chick on,
2: forty five, Ed. Like this is a woman that knows how to please herself, and she knows how to please a man. Like these these kids, they're never going to have it so good. They're going to have to wait years before they run into a woman that's as sexually confident as this forty five year old who was banging three seventeen year olds.
1: Right, and and by that point, they might find the woman who who they've that has confidence, but they've been with her for fifteen exactly. years or so. Too
2: late. It's, Come on, you know, guys. Don't look, don't look a gift horse or a teacher that'll give you sex in the mouth.
1: But she is, she is pretty stupid. Like it's, it's one thing to have sex with the students, but don't, don't provide no, evidence. That's very, very dumb. Come on. Yes, you keep I mean, that low. You're already being risky, but like Jesus.
2: Yes, totally agree.
1: Do not take pictures.
2: Yeah, totally agree. Okay, what's this is a guy that I've actually seen in person as well. What's going on with Johnny Cueto?
1: Well, the San Francisco Giants pitcher uh, recently posted some pictures of himself jo- enjoying his offseason. His Instagram captions are r- rather literal. Like, for example, one of them, he's playing with his son in the pool. And the caption reads, I am playing with my son. But <laughs>
2: <laughs> but <laughs> well, his, his English isn't his first language. But then just post it in Spanish, buddy.
1: Fine. There's a translate button whenever somebody posts another Sometimes language. it's
2: hard to think of the right <laughs> caption. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to fault him for that. S- someti-
1: sometimes you just don't need That's a true. caption. We we we, you know, we might not be the most imaginative people in the world, but we can figure out your point Just your hey, just
2: just throw an emoji on there. <laughs>
1: but the big news is that in all of his pool pictures, and there are many, Queto was wearing a shirt now, Brian, is there anything sadder than the guy wearing the shirt in the pool?
2: It's it's like the bald guy that always wears a hat or the toupee. Yeah,
1: the ron the, you know who's you know who wants in on Ron Howard's territory? Nate Silver. Oh, I,
2: that that is Dude, weird. What's go what's
1: going on? We know you're bald, buddy. Yes, I why is he wearing he a hat all the time? Just
2: randomly showed up on TV with a hat. Very <laughs> odd. That's that's Ron Howard's game. Yes, totally. Uh, yeah, it only makes it. My favorite.
1: My favorite tweet of all time is uh, is uh, his name's Jeff. I'm trying to think. The uh, we uh, used wigs. Oh, yeah,
2: uh-huh. Jeff that, Lyons. That, that shout dude,
1: out. He good good dude. He uh, he posted one on Christmas one time and said, "A new hat, thanks, guys." And then it said Ron Howard every Christmas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true. It's amazing. Larry David does a does a thing about that. Like he couldn't be the guy to go with the hat. Um. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's only draws more attention. You just no one's no one points and laughs and like oh look at that bald guy over there. No one cares. No one.
1: Yeah, no one cares. And if you if you're the out of shape guy in the water, like whatever. If wearing a T-shirt is, is like having a neon sign pointing down at you saying out of shape guy. And
2: and this Johnny Cueto, like he's, you know, he's got some moves, but he's not like the most especially fat guy you've ever seen without a shirt on. And when you
1: do, when you do. And and he's a fucking stud pitcher. A lot of standards go down when, when you're rich. When
2: I saw this guy, Johnny Cueto in a bar one time. Big dude. He's a pretty big dude. But he was wearing blue jeans with embroidery all over the oh. seams, all over the pockets, and and big like like uh, what is it? Lee? No, is that- true religion. True that they, they've like
1: oh oh those kind of like the super yeah embroidered. they have like
2: big embroidered horseshoes on the on the. Uh, pockets. I believe there was, e- uh, there might've even been some bedazzling on him. He was wearing tons of jewelry. I, I mean, this is a guy that makes some serious fashion faux pas, like probably a cool ring um, for sure. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get up close enough, but probably all I'm saying is that just lose the tank top, dude. Just feel free to just rock what you got. No one cares. No one is going to make fun of you. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: And that's certainly not around your pool. If somebody's invited to your pool, they're not making fun of you. No, or don't post the picture. Yeah. But it tells me if every picture he's in a shirt, like this is his move. He, somebody needs, I know you get surrounded by yes men, but somebody has to be like, Johnny, not a good look. Take he, off the shirt. He could money. be a
2: never nude. He could be like. having oh, s- Tobias Funke. Yeah, he, could, he could be having sex with his wife and just not even taking his clothes off taking a shower
1: he's putting it through the pee yeah, hole.
2: Take, take, taking a shower with that tank top on you just never know it may it brings a <laughs> lot of questions up a lot of
1: questions speaking Johnny. of
2: questions what's going on mm. trump won iowa what's going on in iowa
1: well everyone it wouldn't just be the state everyone in the, across the nation was probably enjoying unranked iowa's defeat of number three michigan this country. oh did that
2: really happen oh i heard the michigan guy got hurt
1: yeah, they, yeah. they said broken collarbone. They're like, well, he's not going to play this week, but he'll still play this year. It's like, there's not many games left. Broken collarbone seems pretty yeah, bad. Is it
2: throwing shoulder?
1: I don't, no, I don't know God, that, I can't but believe I even, even if it's that not. Question.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Even if
1: it's not, come yeah. on, collarbone. I, I feel like anyway. they could
2: brace it. It's not like you're going to break it worse. Like the bone's already snapped. If it doesn't hurt that bad, you could probably play.
1: I feel like Tony Romo has missed it, like the better part of seven seasons with college. Yes,
2: that's true. Yes. He's a, <laughs> uh,
1: but you know, in college football now it's like a loss like that didn't even matter. Like if, if they could still beat Ohio state, it doesn't all matter. Matters, yeah. But anyway, um, you know, every, everybody was pretty <laughs> excited, but nobody more than 35 year old Michelle keys from. Ankeny, Iowa. Keyes was arrested at Kinnick Stadium a little after 7 p.m. for public intoxication. She had slurred speech, spoken incoherent sentences, and believed she was in Ames, Iowa at the Iowa State versus Arizona football game. By the way, Iowa State and Arizona haven't played each other since 1968. Wow. She blew a a 225 blood alcohol content. Uh, My only question is this, Brian. Why would anyone want to drink so much that they think they're in Ames, Iowa? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you Like, Iowa City, I've heard good things about, like, going to a game there. Ames, Iowa. <laughs> I, I looked to see where their last bowl was. They were in the 2005 Houston Bowl, a loss to TCU. That was the last time they I even mean... made a bowl. Why would you drink so much you'd want to be Ed, there?
2: Ed, they're both in Iowa. Like... I, I <laughs> but at
1: barely... least, at least the Hawkeyes went to the Rose Bowl last year. You could at least say, at least we're yeah, they there. got
2: shelled. They got destroyed in the Rose Bowl.
1: <laughs> I know Christian McCaffrey. Yes. McCaffrey had like a billion ran yards.
2: all over them. I barely know the difference between Iowa and Iowa State. I sort of know who Iowa is because, like, every few years they try to act like they're gonna they're good. Like they really, they really. Right.
1: But that was yeah. fun. I, I had, I had like Stanford minus whatever six yes. and a half in right. that game. It was a glorious yes. game
2: because all the Iowa fans are so stoked they bet them up.
1: So like, they like, uh, you know, Stanford has the guy who should have won the Heisman last year, right? And yes. like he, he just had a trillion. Year also,
2: left. they have they have a bunch of big, smart white guys uh, on the O line that just bully defensive lines in every single game. Um, right. I don't really know the difference between Iowa and Iowa State, so I don't like. I don't really blame this chick. Also, she's a woman, and not. I don't want to overgeneralize here, but a lot of times they're not super uh, knowledgeable sports fans, which could be an issue. Although I can't even I I retract that because I would only need like two or three Coors Lights to forget that I was at, at the Hawkeyes and not the Cyclones, I probably wouldn't know the difference. So I, it is kind of weird that she thought they were playing Arizona, but uh, I'm not, I'm not mad at her.
1: They weren't, they weren't on the table. Um, Speaking of women with sports, another generalization, but it it is kind of true this weekend during like NFL highlights or something. I heard, I think it was Chris Berman because he's the worst. Said like, it was a big, you know, they were in a big spot. It was three to 12 or, you know, it was oh like some no. weird score. And I was like, no, no. he went low score first. No. no. <laughs> it was an odd score because there was a safety. Like three to 11. Something weird. That's, I was like, oh, no. Wha- that's what? what? Like, You've only been doing this like 40 like years. Colin
2: runs points. You always <laughs> you always say the h- higher number first. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In every sport, except for Euros and soccer, they, they, they like to say it's, you know, one,
2: two,
1: N- or nil, 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 one. one. Right. But overall, like, you, you got to know this. And, uh, I mean, it's just one of those things guys have to know. And it was somebody giving the, the highlights
2: that said, it's three, eight. Somebody, somebody that probably makes $3 million a year, too. <laughs> Ed, have you been following this blockbuster Canadian maple syrup trial? <laughs> there's, Tell there's me. apparently there was apparently a huge maple syrup heist in Quebec. Uh, and the, ten days into the trial of four men accused in connection with a multi-million dollar maple syrup heist, one of the accused Ed has dropped a bombshell in his testimony Wednesday. Richard is thirty-eight.
1: That doesn't sound very
2: Canadian. Yeah, it's like French. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Valieres, no. Richard Valieres. i you were saying it like
1: like like Hervé Vilages. That same difference.
2: Admitted to having trafficked stolen syrup, but said he did it because he and his family's lives were threatened. The what? sweet theft made international headlines four years ago, even catching the attention of Hollywood. In August 2012, officials discovered eight. 13.7 million dollars worth of maple syrup warehoused in Saint-Louis-de-Blanford oh. Quebec had been, had disappeared and mostly been replaced with water the syrup belonged to the
1: like so they did the they did the move the teenagers do yes, with their ba- yes, grandparents with their vodka. bottle yes. of vodka <laughs>
2: The syrup belonged to the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, the regulatory body that controls and manages the syrup trade in the province. So basically, Ed, this guy is like a black market maple syrup broker, a.k.a. there's a name for this, a barrel roller which I was shocked (laughs) to discover was an actual thing. This is an actual thing? Yeah, it sounds like what this guy's business was, he would go straight to like the Mounties that were tapping the thing into the tree and to get the maple syrup out of the tree. And then he would just go like, hey, don't sell this to the um, maple syrup conglomerate here in the province. Just give it to me. (laughs)
1: Don't sell this to big syrup. Yeah, like
2: I'll give you a a couple extra... uh, What's the money up there? Oh, Canadian dollars. Toonies. <laughs> I'll give you a couple.
1: Hey, Gord, don't give him any toonies or yeah. loonies. I'll
2: give you a couple extra loonies on the barrel, and then you just give it to me, and then we'll we'll cut out the middleman here. But it, I guess he got greedy and decided to rip off the middleman at some point. So, Ed, I need to know. In terms of uniquely Canadian crimes, does jacking maple syrup rank above or below out-of-season moose poaching or fixing a junior's <laughs> hockey game between the Regina beaver cunts and the moose Jaw <laughs> denim hounds.
1: <laughs> yeah, the only way it would be more Canadian is if they were piping Nickelback into their, yes. Uh, yes. they they caught him while they pulled him over and they're playing Nickelback. Hey, put down your labats and back bacon. <laughs> I got a plan for you. <laughs> Do you think those hose heads will nudist if I take away the sweet maple syrup? Hey, Gord. That'll fetch you a loony or 2 gourd.
2: Mind if we stop at Tim Hortons on the way home, eh? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh,
1: you know, it's another thing Canadians love to do, because when I go to Europe, they all wear the backpack with a maple leaf yeah. on it, because it's like, hey, we're not fucking Yeah, they don't Americans. want to be mistaken like, for are, Americans. Well, guess what? Now they're going to have, like, Mike Tyson face tattoos with the maple <laughs> yeah, leaf totally. on it. Yeah, Like... <laughs> After Trump, they're going to be like, hey, we have nothing to do with that hoes head.
2: I am from Canada. They'll just, like, wear a big sign or just have their passport stapled to their <laughs> forehead. their forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ed, you're not a coffee drinker. I know that. But. No.
1: But I, I get the risk. Sure, ball. you understand. I understand.
2: But let me ask you this. What if you could be guaranteed that every cup of coffee you drank came with a full-release blowjob. Excellent. Like, all of a, you would all of a sudden take up that habit, right?
1: <laughs> you feel, gotta get my Well, fix?
2: it's time to move to Switzerland, Ed. A fellatio cafe where customers receive oral sex while they drink their coffee is set to be opened in Switzerland. The outlet, set to be up and running in Geneva by the end of the year, would see men ordering a coffee before choosing their prostitute on an iPad.
1: Well,
2: wow! Modern customers would
1: yeah, customers
2: would pay more than forty pounds for the drink and sex act, according to the firm Face Girl, which is modeling the idea on similar establishments in Thailand. Ed. Based on your previous attempts to transact, transact sexual favors from pros.
1: <laughs> You'd love rubbing what? in this moment of failure.
2: What? Two moments. What are the, what are the odds you end up just getting a really expensive <laughs> cup of gel? <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Um, the The one thing I was thinking about
1: though, it, everybody, everybody likes a full release. Yeah, However, I mean. It does seem counterintuitive to get coffee and a blowjob. Yeah. Like like it's it reminds me, I was thinking of this, I did a story a couple of years ago where I went to a Snoop concert by myself. Yeah, I remember. And people were smoking weed and then drinking energy yeah. drinks. Oh yeah. And I felt like it was the same type of thing. Like, come on. Why, why, are, why are you competing, having, having different things fighting against each other? Then yeah. the coffee and the blowjob seem, I don't know. I, I mean, look, anything goes well with a blowjob. Oh, I agree. But but it seems like you wouldn't want the big pick-me-up while you're trying to well, relax. Well, I,
2: like I like to concentrate on my own pleasure, Ed. Like, I don't I'm, – I'm not the kind of guy that wants to watch a game – and get oral sexed like if i'm if i'm gonna be if some oral sex starts happening to me i'll turn the game off because i want to concentrate on what's happening to me i want to be in the moment because it's not every day you can watch a game anytime it's not every day that you get blown i
1: i'm not saying don't be appreciative of the moment i'm just saying to me that's a to relaxing. Nice well, I agree time.
2: with that too. Yes, I agree.
1: I don't need to be. I don't need to be hyper aware and hopped up when it's no, happening. I agree. I need I to concur. be enjoying. relaxing. With you
2: there, hey, Ed. I was thinking about something the other day. Do you remember the um, 1999 Kevin Spacey movie American Beauty?
1: I do. Which was a good movie, but the siren was perplexing. There was, there was a two-year stretch where they were – Hollywood was really trying to push Mina Savari on us.
2: Well, I was thinking about that because other than – this, when that movie came out, it was 1999, and you had Kevin Spacey and Annette Benning, And then you had all of these young up-and-comers that were supposed to be – eventually become big stars, and it never happened for any of them. There was
3: – Yeah.
2: Uh, Thora, Thora of Birch. Them, right? Who was a Bentley. who was a little bit downsy, but had some big cans. She
1: had she had some big naturals. very big
2: naturals, beautiful. What,
1: was it that? Was it that movie, or was there there was a movie where she showed them?
2: Uh, was it the Ghost World?
1: Yes, yes, that's it.
2: Where she was, where Charlotte, no, Scarlett Johansson played second fiddle to her and her. Right. Which never would it, would happen big, again. Big, creamy, beautiful jugs of hers. Yeah, she was in there. Speaking of Mena Suvari was also in that movie. I don't, I don't know what she's yeah. up to these days. I haven't seen her around. Wes Bentley, he was going to be a big star. There's a lot of like young up and comers. It just never happened for him. Anyway, it was a pretty good movie. Won a lot of awards. But I was thinking of something. Remember the neighbor was played by that guy, character actor, Chris Cooper. Fantastic actor. Great. Great actor. And good role. You know, he tried to fuck Kevin Spacey, and then, spoiler alert, ended up, ended up killing him. But in the movie, like, you knew this Chris Cooper was of questionable character because he had a Nazi plate. Like, his prized right. possession was a dinner plate from the Third Reich that he was very proud of and the, and the son was showing it to Thora Birch and her big old jugs and it was, his, it was his prized possession. And by virtue of that fact, it immediately established that he was of questionable character. Of course. And really, isn't anyone who collects artifacts from the Nazis a little bit suspect, Ed? <laughs> of the it's, most. Well, on that note, Somebody just bought Ava Braun's panties. (laughs) From the story, Hitler's wife's knickers sold at auction. A pair of lilac knickers once owned by Hitler's wife, Ava Braun, have sold at auction for nearly 3,000 pounds. The briefs, part of a collection that went under the hammer at Philip Sorrell Auction House in Malvern, were expected to fetch around 400 pounds, but sold for 2,900 pounds. A gold ring, a silver mirrored box, and a silver holder still containing Ava Bronze bright red lipstick were also sold. The items went to a private collector. Not surprising, Ed. They didn't want their name out there. They wanted to remain anonymous. Ed, one question. They did pretty well with these items, but do you think they could have gotten more if the auction were held inside a Japanese vending machine? (laughs) Uh
1: <laughs> well when you were saying this there's only one one country that came to mind I I was just going to say japanese businessmen yeah. never never stop being what? you yes because they they're there's clearly a couple guys that just happen to be in london at the time or wherever this was at the time yeah but uh it is amazing that I mean we are I I read a whole thing it was, I think it was a European, um, or, you know, the Washington Post, when all the Trump-Hitler comparisons were coming out, and Germany, they asked them how they felt about it, and Germany's like, you know, you guys make lots of Hitler comparisons in the in the West, and, like, we really don't want to bring it up, and, like, don't don't want it to be, like, talked about, and it's just, it's such a horrible shame, and we we don't want anything to do with it and it's amazing that people are still just like really want a piece of nazi uh it's life. crazy i don't know it's i don't know but but then again japanese businessmen have all kinds of appetites yes. and you know Damn. i guess if you've have i guess if you've moved on to I mean, just think of the thousands of pairs of underwear that Japanese businessmen have already jerked that's off true. to. That's, that's probably the final this frontier. Is, well,
2: I mean, it's kind of like if you, you could have sex with a regular hot chick. But if you have sex with a famous hot chick, that's that's a right. exponentially more exciting and better. Same. You know, I can't even remember. I assume there
1: are pictures. Was Ava Braun even like attractive in the sense that like Trump gets an attractive wife, like power can bring some hot chicks, but at the same time, Adolf Hitler couldn't have been getting I hot think, chicks. He had a weird dick. Have,
2: yeah. Didn't he have a micro penis or something? And only one ball.
3: Yeah.
1: My favorite thing, you know, cause there's just a million terrible things to think about with Hitler is his, his death, uh, his death scene yeah. is pretty good. Like he, First of all, to call Ava Braun his wife. They were married for two days. They got married in the Yeah, bunker. wasn't he
2: married to somebody else? Um, it wasn't Ava Braun I his mean, mistress?
1: Yeah, she was always the mistress, but they married like two days before yeah. they took cyanide pills. But they wanted to test the cyanide pills out, so they first tested it on Hitler's Yeah, Shotzi. Dog, and when his... And when his dog died, he was so mad he just straight up shot both of her dogs, like in yeah. retaliation, <laughs> like he was angry. Then he he took the cyanide pill and shot what,
2: himself. You're say- but
1: I like to think I like to think his final moments were distraught on top of knowing he had to
2: kill himself. You so you're saying this Adolf Hitler guy was a little unstable? Is that is that where you're going with this?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unlike unlike the people who love to praise him, I like to just remind everybody just how terrible this.
2: Uh, this Ava Braun was no. Um, she was doesn't look like she was much of a prize. Although there's here her, she's in a bathing suit here, uh, not really. Even even for the day, uh, not especially. Wait,
1: with- because from from the day, did yeah. she have the pointy tits like every person back in that era?
2: <clears throat> yeah, she did.
1: She did. She had the like pointy. It's weird. It's...
2: Actually, no, no. This one seems sort of the... normal, forties style bathing suit.
1: Oh, I'm I'm looking at this. Nah, she's not. Yeah, well, she does. She's got some
2: big saggy yeah, tits. Yeah, I mean, not. This is. You're, t- you're looking at the diving board picture. You've, you've, I mean, you you could you figure you're about to conquer all of Europe. You could do a little bit better. Like she kind of looks
1: like. A school teacher in a black and white like movie.
2: Diane Kruger was in that Inglorious Bastards. Like if I were Hitler, I would have been going for oh. that. Like yeah. That's 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 a win right there. Okay, Ed. It is time we are joined now by our very own baller lifestyle pop culture correspondent. Of course, I'm talking about our very own fancy sauce. She joins us now for a little fancy pop. I am. How are you? Hey, fancy. How are you doing, okay. Kato Sorry, my phone
3: rang. I get these telemarketer calls at
2: night Oh, we've we've talked about
1: this I on tell the show. Um, we talked about how they they're creeping up more than they, ever. Yeah, right?
3: they call late. They call up to like nine o'clock at night now. I just say wrong number. No- you've got the wrong
2: number. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been. They're fucking
1: jackals.
3: I got a
2: call. I had a dentist appointment yesterday. I'm in the dentist chair and my phone starts ringing for some reason. It's in my pocket and I'm like ignoring it, but it just keeps going. And it, and then, and then it stops and then it starts ringing again. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I pull out, I pull out my phone and somebody's left me a message. And I'm like, well, this is, and it's, it's a number that I don't recognize. And I'm like, who is this fucking asshole? So I listen to the message and the guy's like, Hey, yeah, uh, um, I, th- i I miss, I think I got a call on my cell phone from this number and but I could be wrong. <laughs> uh this is Pat. And he hung up.
1: That's that's weird because in in the cell phone era, yeah. you don't think you got a call. You no. Know. Like you just you just And know. you don't
2: you don't dial back. You just hit like call back. Also, you get a call from someone you don't know. And by the way, I didn't call him. I check. I'm like, oh maybe I butt dial, like just started pushing buttons or something. I checked my phone. I didn't call anybody. But you you just randomly call like if you see a missed call and they didn't leave a message and you don't recognize the number, you don't call it back. What kind of maniac does that?
3: I'd like to interject here. Right. Yes? Dude, you got a call from a dude.
2: Yeah, Pat. Yeah. He's called Pat. What <laughs> did
3: Pat get your number from Tinder?
2: I mean maybe.
1: Oh. Or
3: grinder.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe mm, I'm Patty Boy. Maybe. The plot that gets- Wants to give you a little pat on the bottom. Maybe
2: maybe I'm on um, grinder, you never know.
1: Don't I got a call on my cell phone today, but it was from Hoboken, so I was like, you know what? When I get calls from Montana,
2: yes, or right, Port St. Right.
1: Lucie, I know it's just but I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And it was the school nurse and she's like, "Yeah, your son's throwing up in oh, school." No. I was like, "Oh, great. Oh, no. Great." Should've... I was I was hoping to go pick up my uh, son. Worst.
2: But yeah, you should And I was one.
1: thinking, I hope I hope he had the decency to like you know when you're really little they just throw up wherever they are that's true at. yeah but you're thinking like he's in 3rd grade so i was like i hope he knew to not fucking no. puke in front of girls and stuff and he did because you know i still remember in 3rd grade and i'll i'll say his name danny bender <sighs> shit himself oh in the dugout oh in 3rd grade
3: Is danny bender going to sue us now i feel like you never when it's I, hard to come back from that yeah
1: I wasn't. I'll just say I wasn't living in New Jersey at the time. There were a couple of years of my life I wasn't. This is in when New you're Jersey. down in Miami. He, yes. Well, then now you've yes. put it out there. But Danny Bender shit himself in the dugout uh, in uh, third grade, <laughs> and you still remember. Uh, so, like, poor,
0: yeah. poor Danny. If
1: my if my son vomited like on a girl's desk yeah, in third grade. Be tough to live down. She, she would never forget. it. I'm fucking 40. I remember the yeah. third grade, you know, incident. Always so be that guy. luckily he My luckily he got to the boys room and and Oh, uh, you know, what but a champ. That was my first question. I was like, "You didn't do it in the classroom, yes. did you?" And he's like, "No, no, no." That, my stepdaughter
3: puked all over my feet in a restaurant in Bali this summer. That's true.
2: That's true.
3: Who, my who stepdaughter. I witnessed that. She I was a, I was oh, she was saying she felt <laughs> I think sick said and we were going like you'll be fine. Just yeah. we're just gonna have lunch and then we'll take you home. Well,
2: I was trying to finish my beer.
3: <laughs> and she kept complaining and we are good parents. Yeah. We were like, you'll be you'll well, be fine. I, exactly.
2: She was shivering and I gave her a towel to cover <laughs> herself with and I thought, well, we'll get her out of here in a minute.
3: The best parents Well,
2: the I award. did the same thing
1: in London one time. I was like, "Let me finish my beer," and then we checked my son's temperature, and it was yeah. 104. I was like, "Oh, okay, we do need to go. Yeah. To go. Let's
2: Better let's go." go. Uh, okay, life coaching, guys. <clears throat> oh, good. Hey, everyone. Hmm. I, oh, this is this is actually a production mm-hmm. idea. Hey, oh. every hey everyone. I'm gonna try to up the awkwardness factor, and I'm sure your guest Jay Stew can throw in some av- offensive terminology because that's his deal. Missed him by a week. Here is a segment idea similar to Daly's choice, but without all the schlong chat. Fancy is put in a precarious situation where she has the opportunity to glimpse, to take a glimpse of only one set of celebrity breasts. I would really, I would prefer to be in this situation. Yeah, why can't we be in this situation? Unfortunately, I feel
3: like he has a girl on girl fetish thing going on here.
2: Unfortunately, the situation similar to Ed Sophie's choice. She can only pick one. Here are some names slash, slash situations for the setup. It would be a good
3: segment if I was a lesbian, but right. let's do it anyway.
2: Fancy's fitting. Kate is working in wardrobe on a set and can only go to one of the starlets really changing I thought room. this fantasy wow, wow, this all the way very through. Very detailed fantasy. Fancy's focus. <laughs> Fancy peak. Fancy peep. You can tweak the premise as needed, but you catch the drift. Theme song and intro can be worked on at a later date. For the first scenario, late '90s pop stars: Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera. That's from our buddy Pete Schlitzky. Cato, who's it going to be? How about Can Yeah, That's a good one. Yes,
3: who's? I feel like both their boobs would be about the same. Yeah, I'll pro- go with they, Britney. They probably going to see Britney's
2: boobies. They probably went to the same doctor.
3: Does, does Britney have a fake rock?
2: Yeah. Brittany's gonna fake right but but it's been in dispute. Like it's never been Oh well I would like to mean? see
3: it so that I can tell you um whether it's fake or not. Right.
2: I would like yeah. Now are we talking
1: the, the are we talking peak?
3: Uh yeah, peak. Yeah,
1: like, top of their game. In, I
3: gotta say I
1: in their peak, I was a little
2: more of a
1: Aguilera Well, she was a
3: l- she was fan. a
2: little. Dirtier. I feel
1: like hers
3: were bigger.
2: Yeah, exactly. She was a little, and more natural. Yeah, she was a l- also. I think she may have posed nude at some point. Uh, I I was a fan of both of them. Still am. I would definitely like to see. Well, them both this game making. isn't for you, so. I would like. I would probably pick Britney Spears. Like how Brian's
3: taken over my game.
2: Only because she's more famous. Yeah. Which I
3: would, is she more I famous? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's more of a household name.
2: I know when they started out,
1: but like, wasn't uh, Aguilera was on The, uh, the Voice? Yeah, but I feel voice, like internationally,
3: like oh, yeah. everyone knows who Brittany Britney Spears, Spears is. is.
1: And you, you did a story it's where out. she does like a Vegas show and she makes a, a ton of money.
3: Yeah, though, she right? makes
2: she's got and a big contract. Off and it's like, still yeah, what is that sound coming out of your phone? Oh, it's
3: it's that f- um, when someone calls you on Facebook. Uh, but I don't oh, know can how you to you do that. Who's calling you on Facebook? Uh, my friend Soph. Calling Sof. on Facebook. Yeah, I didn't know you
2: could do that. Once you answer it, once you answer it on the air, and t- answer it. Well, now yeah. I
3: don't know how to. Oh
2: my god, this is really grinding the show to a halt. Oh
3: my god. Well, I keeping it professional. Well, it's gone like off the screen. I don't even know how to find it.
2: Okay. Can you?
1: That's a weird ring. I didn't know you yeah. could choose. Okay, It's that like a dying just, cricket. Uh,
2: it's interesting. Sof? It's interesting that Kate's getting calls on Facebook. I
3: don't know what happened.
2: Okay.
3: I calls. Is is crazy. It, Technology um, is amazing. It's a glimpse yeah, it's into my life, pretty everybody. Pretty I'm right. just going to text her back okay, that text I can't. Her um,
2: Here's, we, have another, we have another email. Another, it's an F. Mary kill, so you're going to have to kind of pay attention to this. Hey, ballers. Hearing Ed and his Johnny Depp voice say, quote, it's been brought to my attention that the rain in Spain stays mainly in the plains wouldn't suck. I don't know if I can honor you with that-ish. Here is this week's FMK. Al Edition. Al Gore, Al Roker, Al Franken, Kate McManus. Are you familiar with all three of those owls?
3: Al Gore, yes. Al Franken. Yes. Yes. And who was the other Al
2: Roker. TV
1: weather. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Okay. The one that
3: like got the um stomach. Yes.
2: Right. And looks odd. Like. Like doesn't it
3: yeah. seem like
1: off-putting yes. that
2: he's not yes. fat? Yes, he and he recent he like, recently had a, he shit his pants somewhere. He told a story where he shit <laughs> his pants, which I I didn't. And need. Drew Drew Carey,
1: I I tuned into uh, to what what is uh, the Bob Barker show? I'm, uh, Price is Right. Price is Right. Like. A year ago, I saw a, a minute of it, and it was off-putting that he was so skinny. He,
2: yeah, Drew Carey didn't get the surgery; he just got in shape. He's just like a healthy yeah. guy. He got he got hair plugs. He got in shape,
1: but it was odd to watch. Yeah, it's
2: yeah, it's when you're used to seeing somebody fat and then they're not. It is a little off-putting.
1: Yeah. I mean, good for him that he's gotten into shape, but like, I don't know. I preferred seeing him.
2: Well, pass. I always am like, did this guy get the AIDS? You know the writer for Deadspin, Drew McGarry? He used to, he used to yes. be really chubby, and I just saw him on something the other day, and I'm like, did that guy get the AIDS? He's, he's like, very skinny now, and he was mm-hmm. quite fat before. What's the question? It just popped into my mind. Okay, F. Mary Kill, Al Gore, Al Roker, Al Franken.
3: Oh. Al Gore. Okay. I'm going to kill the, um, Al... Roker. Of course. And I am going to... <laughs> going to go so hard. I'll have to have sex with Al Franken because I marry Al Gore. Really? Well, would you want to have sex with Al Gore?
2: No. No. But so, chicks think he's attractive.
1: But Franken... Yeah, I thought he was supposed to be attractive, yeah, okay. maybe a a little beefier, but he a, looks a, a like a, a classically handsome. He looks yes, he
3: is a little bit um like a sloth to me. Oh,
2: interesting! Wow.
1: Okay, seems
3: very nice though.
2: I'm sure. Uh, Ed, Al Gore, Al Roker, Al Franken. Go ahead. Sorry, Roker,
1: you're getting merked. Uh, Gore, I'm gonna I'm gonna have sex with, and I I find Franken to be really funny. Like he he was an SNL guy. He like is really funny. He's hilarious. Yep. And I saw him do uh he hosted an advertising award show. I used to have to go to these with my wife and like you think the porn industry is bad awarding themselves? Oh, yeah. Nothing. It's like the ad ad industry, they have like twenty award shows a year, and they are so proud of themselves, like they fucking cured the Cleos. cancer. And and he but there there are a million yeah. Cleos and this <laughs> guy just like just laid into him when he's reading like he, they give him the script, like, read their credits, and he's like, wow, you've really changed the world. And, like, just in his deadpan so delivery, good. he was hilarious. No, he's
2: very funny. I agree. <laughs> Kill Al Roker, fuck Al Gore, marry Al Franken. Okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? All
3: right, so the man who triggered a cascade of child molestation allegations against the king of pop, Michael Jackson, has disappeared. Remember that guy, Jordan Chandler? No. Wait, he was the I'm, first I'm saying, one. You said the
1: man who triggered. This yeah, the, the first, first one. the first
3: kid. So no one can find him. Um, Wade Robson, who was, is a famous choreographer and producer. Well,
2: supposedly, Wade Robson is who callback is who Britney Spears cheated on Justin Timberlake that's, with yes. she fucked Wade Robson her choreographer mm-hmm. Okay, Wait.
3: so Wade Robson is suing Michael Jackson I guess his estate claiming he was molested by Jackson for seven years at the Neverland Ranch starting when he was seven Robson wants to take the deposition of this um, Jordan Chandler who scored a $20 million settlement from the singer back in the 90s that's a lot of money to give to someone that you didn't diddle that's true um, but anyway, they can't find Chandler, who's now 36, um, and a judge has yet to rule, so we'll see what, well, what happens.
2: if I got diddled and my parents took the payout when I was 13 or whatever, I don't think I'd be in a real hurry to have a chat about it 20 years later.
3: Right. No. no.
1: But, you know, when you when you say that um, that's a lot of money to give, and it's like, well, that guy had so much money. True. But- he could have lawyered up and just destroyed any.
3: That's true. Any yeah. person yeah. like
1: he really, I mean, he didn't, he didn't have to spend that kind of money. Where are we at? I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, I
3: mean this I he time. definitely, this, it's sad. It's it, a sad story. If, he definitely fiddled with some kids. If I'm,
2: if I'm accused of jerking some kid off and I have endless means and I didn't jerk the fucking kid off, you better fucking right. believe I'm going like, yeah. to defend I'm luring, myself. Luring yes. I'm lawyering up. And gonna, like,
1: cause you don't want, you don't want to be. What doing? What you don't have people doing what we're doing? Like, yeah, he had enough money to yeah, fight this thing. He, yeah. he, he,
2: Michael he, Jackson, bad guy, but good at dancing. So it's all cool. So at, at the Grammys this year, we'll have Chris Brown, also good at dancing, give a tribute to Michael Jackson because they're both really good at dancing. So the other shit that they did that was awful, we just ignore. What
1: was the net worth? What kind of net worth did he he hit the finish line with? It must have been
2: Michael insane. Jackson. Well, I yeah. think he was like out of money, but then when he but died, he all had his catalog and shit did
3: like eight hundred million.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it was close to a billion. It's a lot of dough.
1: Well, I hope I hope he didn't have any money from that duet with Paul McCartney. That was the worst song. Savanah and Ivory. No, the girl is
2: mine. Yes, the doggone yes. girl is mine is the worst <laughs> song. In it's a history. bad song. <laughs> uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture?
3: Um, All right, this story is for all the ballers out there. Justin Bieber's New Year's Eve concert will be a full baller experience. Yachts, Lambos, penthouses, and tickets to his concert. Only for one fan with half a million bucks to burn. That seems like a lot. Okay, so this is what you get. The ultimate VIP package for Justin's Miami gig includes tickets to the show for you and nine friends. Um, A five-night stay for your whole crew at the Fontainebleau Sorrento penthouse um, so you'll get comp dinners, pools like Cabana, stage front table for the concert, free use of exotic whips like Lambos, oh, Ferraris, yeah, Rolls Royces and McLarens, a private escort to Skrillex's set at L.I.V., the after show, Tight. <laughs> a yacht chartered to. St- <laughs> this sounds like the worst yeah. time no, just ever. Just Yacht charted to Story Nightclub, where Marshmello's performing. I guess that's a DJ. That's
2: not. You're not even speaking. Plus English. a meet
3: and greet with Marshmello, and yeah. then you get some like Armands. This, S- this is like ad now. Brut Gold Champagne, which is worth sixty five hundred dollars a bottle. Oh sweet. And for your January first hangover, a Bloody Mary bar in Sweet Chef, and two hours of spa treatments. All that you could be living the ultimate boho lifestyle for five hundred k.
2: I'm in.
3: Let's dessert. Let's wow. pull our money. No. You know what I'm doing on New Year's now Eve. I,
1: who is his fan base? I, I mean, I recognize he's huge, but who actually likes him? Like, it's still like young course, girls. Yeah, right? but oh, no. you know
3: what? I my Instagram like feed kind of money, was, like Jesus. full of a lot of like celebrities and kind of like I don't know, just a whole a whole lot of famous people go to his shows. Like when he played in L.A. I
2: mean, he's a big pop. star. He's a
3: huge pop star. He yeah. sells he's out. Sort of transcended anywhere.
2: the tween thing.
3: He kind of has. He's so he's not just no like, no. Young girls no people people. Like him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they like him, wow. but they, they like watching his, uh, his show. Yeah.
2: His
1: production.
3: Yeah, totally.
2: Okay, Kate, what else is going on?
3: Denver Broncos star Vaughn Miller is trying to stop a woman who's threatening to release a sex tape unless he pays her $2.5 million, Wow. Reports a claim. claim wow. The linebacker reportedly wants to prevent Elizabeth Ruiz from making a tape public after she filmed them having sex in private on her phone. Ruiz, who has more than three hundred thousand followers on Instagram, I check this chick out. I mean, really? she's got
2: that like kind of Kardashian look.
3: Yeah, no, she's so ghetto. Yeah, um, she's like a, like she's a ghettoer version. So she had offered to sell the tape to Miller for two point five million, according to court documents. Um, so I guess when they engaged in sex, apparel were alone indoors, and he reportedly knew that she was filming, but requested that she keep the video private and not release really yep. it. What kind of a dummy is this guy?
2: Yeah, it's very not smart. You don't let some rando video you're sexing. Like, they teach you this in, in rookie symposium.
1: A symposium. Totally. But I, I will say, and I'm going to take shit for this, but I remember when somebody was threatening to release the tape of Jamie Foxx.
2: Oh, your favorite, yeah.
1: And he had a boss move. He said... I'm, I'm not embarrassed of anyone I've had sex with, mm-hmm. so go ahead and put it right. out there. And that, I mean, that's a badass move because, like, then there was nothing, that, and then the person got caught for, I guess, trying to extort. But, like, that's the move. Yeah. Like, Von Miller, yeah. the dude is the fucking Lawrence Taylor 2.0. Like, he's in great shape. Like, whatever. He's probably he's I think he's like, worried
3: about losing a lot of endorsements yeah, probably that he has. Hung. He's
2: probably hung, like, the all-out no,
1: like, I don't think Gatorade is going to drop yeah. him because he he fucks some woman. So, like, I don't know. The it's move a, is just like, we fine, live in I'm such fucking a in great shape and I fuck women. We live like, in whatever. such a
3: puritanical society, though, that it's like none of these no brands want to be associated with people having like that kind of sex, if, like porno style sex released. If I had a cock on the Internet, if
2: I had a cock like Von Miller, I'd put it on my football card. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I'm, I would, I would murder a I hobo mean, to have fun. I'm, I'm just, j- come I'm just how do guessing. Guys know? Well, the guy's like six four, two sixty.
3: True.
2: I mean, it's just Thanks. if it's proportioned, it's, and he's not Irish. He's, like he's,
3: he's. I just feel like
2: like I'm I'm
1: I'm going to I'm going to take that. Like if they say you can swap, I'm just going to take the swap without knowing what's behind door number I'm two. I'm not
2: positive that Von Miller is not Irish, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on? Um,
3: lastly, we've got some celebrity baby news. Kelsey Grammer has become a father for the seventh time.
1: Oh, I'm sure he'll be down on the, the floor with the The
3: yeah. 61-year-old actor's wife, Kate, spelled K-A-Y-T-E for some fucking mm, reason. Short for Caitlin. Um, just gave birth to their son, um, which the couple named Auden, Auden James Ellis Grammer. And the James is for none other than James Taylor.
2: Uh,
1: um, and uh, Grammer's uh, oldest is 32. So. Um, you know, the first thing that I was uh, when I was looking for a pick me up a-, a week after the uh, election, the first thing I pulled up for some reason was the video of Kelsey Grammer falling off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for some reason, that's the thing that just always makes me feel at ease, like <laughs> Just seeing him just writhing in pain, and I—I I mean, I—I I liked him on Cheers and right. all, but I enjoy seeing him fall off the
3: stage.
2: Yeah. I mean,
3: what was that other show? Just Frasier. Yeah, Frasier. That's just, the one that made him really rich. Just get him snipped, dude. Yeah. Just get, and also this guy's been divorced
2: three times, probably. He's given this away is, a he fortune. Is on, he
3: is on Wife. Three or four. Like,
2: you're in your golden years, dude.
3: Like, stop knocking people up. I think up. this is his fourth wife, actually. Yeah, fourth wife. My, well, she's 35, and they my already wife have was two like kids. Eight, so this is, like, purposely, oh like, the God. third child. Family. Um, my
1: wife was, like, eight weeks pregnant with child number two, and I was like, all right, I, I need to yeah, get, get snipped right
3: away. Mm-hmm. Good move. Um, and then lastly, Black China and Rob Kardashian oh have welcomed their first child together. A baby girl named Dream... Renee Kardashian.
1: Dream?
2: That's a great name.
3: (laughs) You see Floor such fucking. But then again,
1: her mom is named Black China. Right. So I guess everything's on the table when that's that's yeah,
2: like why not name her like Black Junior or something? (laughs) Like Keep it in the family. <laughs> All I know is that Black China. I've looked at pictures of her. She's very fug. And this Rob Kardashian is also not a looker. This poor kid does not have a
1: chance. Oh, that's
3: true. Fugster her parents.
2: Michelle Michelle gets People magazine, and
1: at one point there was a a, a cover, and it was like Black China and Rob, their love story yeah. or something like that. Like like we're supposed to take this I seriously. Know, she calls herself Black like, China. That's not that's not. I like a name. to
3: imagine like years ago, Black China and Tyga. In bed together, joking around about who would infiltrate the Kardashian family and first. That, now it's
2: both. Yeah, now.
3: Tyga has been dating, dating that like Kylie sister. for like yeah. four years. China and Tyga and Black China were a couple and have a child together. Now she
1: and Tyga. Tyga's the one who was like with the underage. Yeah, right. yeah. They're, right. they're still
3: together, and Black has managed to marry and Rob. Who? Black China has married to married managed to marry Rob and have his child. Who is Black China? Like, she I, I've been stripper, she a, on a million stories, but, like, what... Is
1: she a stripper, she was like, or is she, like, a plus-size stripper? She was, like, model? a
3: stripper who calls herself a model, who was the girlfriend of that rapper, Tyga, and they had a baby together, and then they split up, and now they're both, like, with Kardashians.
2: Yeah,
1: all true. Well, when, Dare to yeah. dream.
3: Yeah, I mean...
2: Could, that money better be
1: worth they it. Really because,
3: pulled Jesus, the, they really pulled that, that shit circus. off, those two.
2: Could be worse. Donald Trump could be the president. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He is. <laughs> okay. Is that it, Kate? That's it. Okay. Excellent job, everybody.
3: Wait. Is Donald Trump really the president? I know. Because I cannot fucking believe Nobody can.
0: It. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Ah, <laughs> okay. Uh, four.
1: At. Like lots of buyers' remorse, Kate. Buying into the America thing right yeah. now. I
3: just. I'm like, can I go back to Australia? She's yet? got
2: her Australian citizenship. <laughs> I.
1: Can you adopt I me I think I and go to Australia like, and adopt. We
3: think me? we can all go. I think the, Yes, I can adopt you. I think the
2: rules are the same there as they are here. Like she can I can just be an Australian citizen if I want. That's true. And we'll and we can yeah. adopt you and your family, Ed. That's true.
1: I think I think it's time to roll the dice yeah. for you guys. I, I need I need an out.
2: You can come with us. Okay. For uh, Daily, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 144 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week.